Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is Anthony Defio. You could call him Tony. You could call me bad. I got to tell you, we're feeling good. This is not a. Uh, this is not the same hangover that we've been going through the last three weeks of the season. I mean, that those were AA hangovers. There, those are really bad ones. Um, I, I, I got to tell you that um, you uh, you seek help after those hangovers because that's how bad it was, Tony. And oh, yeah. I got to tell you, I felt absolutely miserable after those games. After the first half of this game. I felt even more miserable. And then Ben, Mike Tomlin, this team, the defense said enough is enough. And they won this game. And they played the game that we've been asking for. And I hope it continues. Do you think it could continue? Do you think that there could be a little sea change in the offensive you know, mindset? Oh, of course. I mean, I, I think that it... it they saw it yesterday. They saw what can happen when you, when you, when you open things up and you're successful at it. Not just, I mean, anybody can throw, throw incomplete uh, deep passes, but they, they were, they were completing them. One was a, a, a touchdown or actually two were touchdowns and one drew a pass interference uh, call that led to uh, another touchdown. So, uh, and, and look at how it opened, look how it opened up the, uh, the short passing game after that. Tony Romo pointed out, I mean, nobody knows more about in-game adjustments than him. And he pointed out, look, the Colts safeties are backing off now. That, you know, which we said that would happen if if they if Ben proved that he could hurt them with intermediate to deep passes. So yeah, I think this this shows them that look, uh, you know, it's not that you switch that totally, but but we need to uh, we need to to, to 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 keep this in our in our offensive game plan going into the playoffs. That's how we have to attack defenses. We we see what can happen to, with, even with the short passing game when we do that. Ex Eddie B from Can I was going to say Canada um, from Canada gives us some Canuck bucks here. Instead of throwing short the wide receiver, Ben needs more long plays to eleven and eighteen, and throw short to number thirty. That seemed to work. I got to tell you what, let's throw number nineteen in there as well. I want to see more stuff from number eleven. Um, I really do, and I know um, mentioning Juju, he is a. Uh, he is more of your uh, mid-range guy, but I'd love to see them throw deep to him every once in a while too, um, just to uh, throw some defenses off even more. But 11 and 18 are your guys to go deep. But throwing those balls to James Conner, I think that was a big deal. We have not seen that in a long time, and that's something that uh, that made James Conner more valuable to this team. He does well catching that ball out of the backfield. I'd love to see more of that. So if they can keep that going, that would be, that would be really beneficial to this team. Tony, let me ask you this. Um, we're going to go ahead and open it up to the, uh, the group with some Q and a, so get your uh, questions ready and we'll go over those in the last uh, 10 minutes. But my question to you is, do you care? who they play in the playoffs. And let me ask you another question. Does Mike Tomlin care? I don't think Mike Tomlin cares all that much. I care a little bit simply because, you know, everybody's always propping up the Ravens. Everybody's always looking for a reason to, uh, to praise them and to, and to, to put them in the, that contender category. And the fact that they're, that they're, they've gotten healthy and, and they're playing so well. And I mean, their schedule is pretty, pretty easy, you know, so that, that helps, but, 
Uh, the Ravens are the only team that I'm truly concerned about. Anybody else, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Browns, I mean, they're all quality teams. They're, you know, they're all going to be a handful. But if I had to pick one that I just I, I would like to avoid, it would, be, it would be Baltimore. Well, so here's the thing. What I'm looking at here is I would love to see – I would absolutely love to see Baltimore out of there, not because I'm afraid of them, just because I hate them so much. You know, I live in Maryland. I don't want to see right. those guys in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't want the boredom of Baltimore, and I call it the boredom because there's just such monotony. Even though they're an exciting team, I, I'm just so sick of playing them sometimes three times a year. Brad Jewett wants Baltimore. Um <laughs> 4TL Music Group says, bad, I'd rather play someone out of the division. I would, too. I'd like to see a team like the Dolphins. Um, I'd, I'd like to see the Colts. Man, I could even handle playing Tennessee. I have no problem with that. Um, I don't don't know what's going to happen in that division. I just uh, just seeing the Ravens in there, man, gosh, I, I'm just tired of those guys. Well, so, go ahead. It's just the, the the fallout from a loss. I mean, you don't want to, you never want to lose to a to to that team in the playoffs. It would just be such 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 bragging rights uh, and 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 a a, valid, a validity to their program that it's much better with their quarterback and, and and their coach than what the Steelers have going on right now. So yeah, that's that's the main reason. Not not that Pittsburgh couldn't beat them. It's just that oh, how it would feel if they lost to them in the playoffs. Yeah, like I said, living here in Maryland, I know, and I get that. Um, but and and Brad Jewett says, why wouldn't you want to kick Baltimore and all their talk up out out of here, especially in the playoffs? I just don't even want to see them in the playoffs. I would much rather go to a local Raven fan and say to them, "Huh, you guys could even get in." And yeah. remember, you you were supposed. Um, I'm going to bring up a guy that everybody's banging on in the uh, live chat. I hate him too, Colin Coward. Hey. Coward had you at 16 and 0 and you didn't make the playoffs. I I'd love to I just love to say that. If you want to see Baltimore out of the playoffs, man, you are rooting like crazy for the Miami Dolphins next week. The Miami Dolphins could probably keep them out. You want to root for the Colts next week too. Colts have an easy time with I believe what could be an easy time with the Jaguars. Um Tennessee would win a tiebreaker against them as well so uh so many crazy things can happen um but i gotta tell you i just want them i want baltimore out so that that's just my thing and for tl music group says it's not the ravens it's harbaugh bad he's a quality coach that i don't want to uh, that's the reason he doesn't want to see the ravens you know how i feel about uh harbaugh i'm the one who gave him gave him the nickname so um <laughs> and y'all know what that nickname is and boy, and we were joking about it yesterday. Philip Rivers, that guy just seems like a wang. I mean, I, I'm oh, sure yeah. he's a nice dude. I mean, he's got eight kids. I'm sure he's a good dad and everything. Uh, I'm sure he's fine. But man, is he just mouthy? He would have been the perfect combination. I mean, that would be the the perfect combination as far as jerks in Baltimore if those guys were together. Har Harbaugh. And uh, and Philip Rivers, <laughs> I got to tell you that. Oh. Um, so, what you really want to see is Miami beat the Bills. If that's what the rooting guide's going to say, um, UT local band says I respect Rivers. I do too. I respect him. I just think he's mouthy, and uh, I've seen way too much of that guy mm -hmm. over the years. But I got to tell you, I do respect the fact that that guy has never missed a start. 
which is amazing. Being a quarterback in the National Football League and not missing a start, that's great. Um, but I don't I don't consider him a, a Hall of Famer, Tony. Do you? I, I think we'll get in. I mean, he hasn't accomplished even what Dan Fouts did. I don't I guess he did make it to an AFC championship game. Uh, he'll probably get in based on, on numbers. I mean, when, when you put up the kind of numbers he does, th- those quarterbacks, I don't see him not getting in. Yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, to put him in, Marino never won a ring, but everything Marino did, he deserves to be in, and I'm a big Marino guy. So um, I just don't think he, uh, yeah, there he are no, in, in sneezing distance of, of him. Yeah, there are no, there are no like uh, signature moments for him in his career. That's, I mean, he just had like a, a really productive career, except for on the uh, when it comes to winning uh, trophies for his team. Yeah, so I mean, so I mean, I I get it. I I think he is going to go into, and I'm I'm just uh, I'm just getting off track here. So let's go ahead and pull out some of your questions here. Let's see what you have to, what you have on your mind here going into uh, next week against Cleveland, or if you have any questions about yesterday's game as well. We're going to take about five to uh, five to seven questions, and we'll try to answer them rapid fire, as rapid fire as we could possibly do. Because Tony and I, we like to talk. <laughs> we definitely do. So that's the thing, uh, Tony. I'm going to let you start off here. Do you have any questions for me? Who would you say? Who do, who do you think that you, you said the Dolphins? You you want them to to uh, to, to make the playoffs? Um, why do you say the Dolphins? Why why do you think that that would be the the best matchup for them? You know what I I, I just think the the Dolphins are a solid team. I think they're they're uh, becoming a really good team. In fact, they're going to have the number five draft pick um, from the Texans. So that's uh, they're going to get better. They're building something special there. I really like Brian Flores. I just think that's that's a team that uh, a lot like the Colts. That if the Pitts if the Pittsburgh Steelers play well, then they can go ahead and beat that team in the playoffs in the first round and might be able to uh, get it together to beat them handily. But you never you never know. Knight Rider sixteen says they're not for real to me. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're their next level yet. So that's, uh, that's really what I think. Um, we had a question up there about if, if I got to find it, it's if, if um, gosh, I'm having trouble here. If James Connor leaves, will they go veteran or will they go a rookie? And that was asked by Dallas Quinley. I think, I think you're, you're always better off finding a, a a young running back in the draft and, and going with him. I mean, maybe not in the first round, definitely the second or third round, you identify one and you, and you bring him in and, and, and you, you try to run him until the wheels fall off a veteran, you know, you know how, how quickly they can fall off a cliff. Big drip asks this. Do you think sitting Ben for a Browns game is a bad idea considering what happened in 2017 I just think this is a completely different different team, and you've got a guy that's three years older and one hit with a maniac like Miles Garrett on the other side, Carly. Um, I'm not Carly. I'm sorry, Big Drip. I just feel that uh, that's probably the way to go. Tony, your thoughts? Yeah, and you know, 
They scored 40, was it 42 points in that playoff game? It really wasn't, Ben didn't have much to do with that loss. It was, it was the defense, really. I mean, there were some questionable calls on offense, but that was more Todd Haley and one of the reasons why he was fired, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I think you, you have to, you have to rest Ben. I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's just the, the smart move. You, you cannot have him get hurt. If he's, if he's hurt, you might as well just forfeit the playoff game. Here, here we go too. Um, and I just, they're coming in fast and furious. So, so I did lose it and I've got to go ahead and find this again. Um, X Eddie B says, can the Steelers get the sack record? I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Um, if it's team sack record, they would need about uh, six to tie the team record. So, you know, I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm really not sure there. Um, I don't think it matters. I think uh, if being in the fifties for the four straight year in a row, that's a record as well. And they can continue with that continuous game sack record. Uh, they already have it. The, the, official sack record but i think next year around game three or four they can have the unofficial sack record for regular season beating the 1965 detroit lions port naquenba this is the one i was looking for are we the worst team in the nfl with a first and goal at the one yes <laughs> right now yes hard to dispute yeah i, I think that's that's tough carly mcadams uh it's not a question but I'm glad she brought this up. Bad Rivers played in the OCAFC championship game with a torn ACL. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not discounting that. And that was more of a uh, me just going after a guy that just annoys me. I mean, I just don't see him as a Hall of Fame guy. Um, they got torn up in that game, too. But uh, there you go. Carly's asking a question, though, too. Is anyone else conflicted having to root for the Pats tonight? Nope. nope. Not whatsoever. Because Whatever helps I, the Steelers. <laughs> I do the rooting guide every week, Carly. If if you don't get a chance to check out that podcast, um, it's a fun podcast because the rooting guide takes all personal feelings for me out of it. And it's all business. And I look into the future. I look into seedings. I, I look into what is going to help the Steelers. A few weeks ago, people railed on me like crazy for saying that, hey, we got to have the Ravens beat the Browns. We need help from them. And and people were, were all over me for it. There's no way I'm rooting for the Ravens. I'm like, hey, it's business. You know, sometimes the uh, enemy of my enemy is, has to be my friend. And in that case, that's the truth. Now, the next few weeks I was rooting against the Ravens in the rooting guide because it's back to business because the rooting guide is all about using, using for your benefit. And that's it. Because one week in the NFL, you are going to have to root for a team to help you out and then hate on them the next week. And we've seen that a lot of times this year. I have put Cincinnati in the rooting guide a few times and, um, uh, most of the time it doesn't work, but it, it has when they beat Tennessee. It, it worked that week. Um, it's worked a few times. So so you never know with the rooting guide. And so I'm not conflicted because I'm not looking at, at it as business. At around 11.30 p.m. Eastern sta Standard Time, I could go back to hating the Pats. But I remember loving the Pats this year and loving on them big time when in the rain they beat the Baltimore Ravens. So. Yeah, I have no problem. 
and especially for the fact that they're out of it. They're completely gone. So there you go. Um, John Trent, question is, do they have the guts to bring back Todd Haley? <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know whether it's the guts to do it, but um, a lot of the things that they do are Ben motivated because I don't know if Ben would be behind that. <laughs> and I, I don't think it should be Ben motivated. But you know what? I uh, I really don't think they do. They uh, they would even do that. I think they would bring in a guy like they would see what they had in Matt Canada. Now that goes to the same question with 4TL saying bad. Do the Steelers have the guts to change OCs after the season? Yeah, they do. Because as much as I just said that it's been motivated, it's not going to be that much been motivated. Because notice there's a little there's a little shoving match going on with Ben and Feetner right now, because when it get, when it becomes, when push comes to shove and uh, we just talked about in the rooting guide, when you got to turn on somebody, I'm watching these guys turn on each other because we're the receivers just came out and said that, Hey, Ben was calling all the plays. He was making up the plays. We saw it in Dallas when Ben said I was drawing up plays in the dirt. And then Feetner was like, no, 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 they weren't. But when they lose, Feetner's like, hey, Ben was calling the plays, not me. So it's just one of those things that I think it's getting to the point where that relationship has strained a little bit. And I don't think they're going to care next year um, with Ben, with the window closing even more for Ben, um, whether Ben's happy with the offensive coordinator because it's – it's. Uh, You've got to look so much toward the future, and I think they will have the guts. I think his contract's up, so I think he's gone. And I will probably, I will probably be cheering the most. Now, Carly asked this question: Bad, does Randy deserve the Wang status? No, he doesn't. In fact, I think Randy must be a, I think he's a pleasant guy. And I said this last year. When I turned on Randy was when he, first of all, Randy did not deserve the job in the first place. He got the job because they didn't even, they didn't even interview anybody. They didn't even post the job. They gave it straight to him because that's what Ben wanted. But when Ben was out last year, it proved how much of an offense coordinator that Ben actually is. And Randy didn't know what to do. Um, Randy did throw Mason Rudolph under the bus a lot last year. Even when Mason Rudolph was winning, he was throwing him under the bus. It didn't seem like he was coaching. He was just pointing fingers. And that's when I kind of fell off the Randy bandwagon. So, and I would also love it just not to have that guy around to hear guys, uh, guys mispronounce his name all the time in, uh, uh, from a national broadcasting, uh, um, not just the national broadcasting company, but from CBS and uh, ABC, everybody uh, mispronouncing his name. I'm just so tired of that guy. I think it's. I think they would probably give Canada a chance first. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, you know, I'm almost, I'm almost rooting for it because I am so sick of hearing about, about Randy Fichtner. It's been two years of get rid of Randy Fichtner. And the, the, the one I feel sorry for the most, quite frankly, and this is just a rant, is Matt Canada. Because a year from now, it's going to be like, you think they should fire Matt, uh, Matt Canada? You think they should get him out of town? You think they should send him up to, to the CFL? You know, so 
I, I just think this is first was Arians, then it was Haley, then it was Fichter. Now they're calling for Haley to come back. So it's it's always going to be fire the coordinator, the offensive coordinator. So I, I yeah, it, it's it's probably time. If if Ben's throwing him under the bus or he's throwing Ben under the bus and or whatever, then it's it's probably time for for him to go. Okay, we're gonna take one last question. I'm not sure who uh, who put it up there, but uh, you know we're gonna actually take two. But let me take this one. I'm not sure who put this up there. That question was Dobbs or Mason this week, Tony. Oh, you have to go with Mason simply simply just for 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 theater. <laughs> you know, I mean they're they're not gonna think of it that way. But I mean, he was he was put on blast and really had his reputation soiled so much that I mean, how fitting would it be if 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 he knocked them out of the playoffs? Because I pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure the Colts are going to beat the Jaguars, and, and if the Browns lose and the Jag and the Colts win, then the, the Browns are out. So I think it'd be it'd be fitting to, to see him. And I think they they have to they, they they just have to find out one one last time what kind of progress he's made. Um, from last year, from all that experience he gained last year, if he if he really is a guy that they can consider in the future or not, so I think you have to give him a week, a whole full week of preparation, and and see what he's got. Mark Davison, one of our blokes from down under, uh, a happy birthday, belated birthday, December twenty fourth, Mark Davison's birthday. Happy birthday. He- uh, fantastic guy, doing great things, and we've got you know we kind of got an announcement that. I think I'm going to make the announcement uh, in the show. I was wasn't thinking about doing that, um, and that involves you too, Tony. So we'll probably do that uh, at the end of this. He says, "Get rid of Steely McBeam. He irks me the wrong way." <laughs> uh, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> now we're getting Brian Davis stole my car. I love you, bad from the Scott brothers. Uh, not first round draft pick Chad Scott from 1997, but uh, two of my buddies—they are uh, my game, my uh, game day buddies. So I talk to them all the time on uh, game day. So the the last question here that we're going to take before I make an announcement is, gosh, I lost it, so I'm not sure who who asked it. Uh, Dallas did. Has Edmonds finally proved himself? I'm just going to say one word. Yeah, I think he has. Well, that's more than one word, Tony. Absolutely, he's solid, and and he's now now starting to make plays. He, I wish he would have came up with that end zone pick early in the game, but but yeah, I think he has. I think he's playing solid. He is. Uh, he's proving himself to be a workhorse guy too, and I really like what he's doing. Um, less and less people are complaining about him uh, right now. So uh, you know, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I did not steal your wife, Mike. Um, <laughs> she's a looker, though. I would. Um, but uh, I, I got I to tell you this. <laughs> so I wish Donald was on because Donald has bugged me all season long about one question. When are we going to have a Friday night YouTube show? When are we going to do it? And Because we haven't had a Friday night YouTube show. We've had Tony on Saturday at noon. And Tony has decided that he is going to go ahead and take on Friday nights. Bring it on. So Tony on Friday nights, it's no longer going to be Steelers brunch from Tony. We have no idea what we're going to call it. So uh, we, we might have to talk about that on here to come up with a really cool name for it. Tony, uh, you got to put your thinking cap on for that. But so starting, I believe it's uh, 
starting this weekend, you are going to have a YouTube show, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know what we're going to call the show. I mean, Steelers happy hour with Tony. I think that might be a good one. <laughs> I mean, why not? Right. I mean, I, I promise no, no alcohol. I mean, it, it, yeah, no, I, you can do it. I, there's no FCC regulations. Hey, if C Mark can do it. So can I, but I won't do that. I mean, I, I stumble enough. So, but, um, but yeah, and I, I, here's, I don't know what the show's going to be, but I, I, I was planning on doing an entire show of Q and a, because I always feel like I, I, I don't answer enough questions on, on my uh, show on Saturday. So that's what I'm going to do since I have a feeling everybody's going to be resting that needs to rest against the Browns. So why not, why not give it, get, get, have that as my first Friday show It's all Q and a. All right. I like it. So just me says no more brunch, no, no more, more brunch. However, it's time to put another shrimp on the Bobby. And what do I mean by that? Well, Touchdown Under, which is an audio-only show, you're going to finally get to see what these dudes from Down Under look like. Because around, let's just say around 5 p.m. on YouTube on Saturdays, you are going to see Mark Davison, Matty Peverell. You are going to see them live and in person, be able to communicate with them as we turn Touchdown Under into a YouTube show, and it's going to stay on our audio platform as well. So great news, my friends. I am so glad to see that. Another YouTube show for you guys, and you get to see Mark, and Mark's uh, already going with the self-deprecation. You get to see my ugly mug. No, no, um, no I, believe me, it's going to be an upgrade. Very symmetrical faces. <laughs> I've seen it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, these are the guys with the accents. And these are guys in their thirties. They they raise they raise our profile by by putting two Australian studs on on uh, on Saturdays. So there you go. Um, we'll have more we'll have more women viewers than ever when Absolutely. we throw these guys on. And I because our women viewership on Saturdays already is awesome because of Tony. Right. Yeah. But. Uh, but my, my time's almost up. It, it's time to, for some younger, younger uh, fresh, hot meat or whatever, fresh meat, whatever you want to say. <laughs> LLTD, ladies love Tony Duffio. Um, so with that being said, yeah, so great things coming on. The rest of the lineup stays the same. So check everything out. But get ready for that change. And it's a good change because you're getting more. And everybody loves more. So uh, with that being said, Steelers win. Hangover, it's a good one. And hey, that losing streak is over, Tony. So I am feeling good. For Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. And I got to tell you, just when you think you got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. <laughs>